0: Welcome to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us. Now, let's join our team as we get to follow up, break down, and gain deeper insight into this week's message.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. I am Justin Oswald, the Executive Pastor of TC. With me back again today is our lead pastor, Brad Livingston.
2: What's up, guys? Good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. And uh man, we it has been it's been I I feel like it's been more than two weeks. We we yeah. missed a whole week on you guys. We, 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 we're so sorry.
1: We, we missed last week altogether, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh we're we, we're we're pumped to be back with you guys and we are excited. So um man, I am I, looking forward to this podcast and hopefully you guys will drop some comments, some questions, interact with us a little bit because we'd love to hear from from you guys, so yeah Justin, hope,
1: hope you're doing well,
2: Justin, what's going on, man? like there's well, a lot happening right now,
1: man, there's a lot happening i'm um, you know, I don't know what day it is, and <laughs> normally, like I've been like that the last couple of weeks, I have a hard time under- knowing what day it is, but then this week with the holiday on Monday really Oof. really threw me off, um yeah but you know so i thought yesterday was monday all day today has felt like thursday for some reason um so i don't i don't know and my ac went out on me what day did that happen sunday sunday morning i woke up with um no air conditioning and yeah so you know i started kind of freaking out about that luckily my my good friends uh came to the rescue they were saw my post And um, (laughs) they were leaving town Monday morning to go camping for the week in Alabama, Lake Martin. So they were like, just come stay at our house. Um, So I did and got my AC fixed today. Praise the Lord. Yes. So that was just all that. It's like, you know. I was just going go to go like yesterday I went to the office for a good bit of the day um but nothing's there like all my stuff is yeah. here so it's like <laughs> even I what one can point, I do Yeah yeah even at one point my computer started to like the battery started getting low and all that you know it's just nothing's normal right now and I'm just kind of I'm kind of ready for that to be done kind of over it Yeah so um you know it is what it is yeah. but things are good I mean and I know you've been busy you've been doing a a good bit of the the actual some of the the demo that's happening, you have a little bit more of a handyman uh, skill in you than I have. And I know you've been kind of leading that project and, and it's turned into quite a, more of a chore than we thought it would be considerably
2: more which is (laughs) usually the case uh we've been joking about me having like borderline ptsd from desoto street uh that whole like three months of renovation and uh this one is not going to take three months i can tell you that but uh that whole just the whole thing of like man grinding you know five or six days a week um I did. I sweat more today than I have in a long time. Uh, just like, you know, just going, man. So yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot popping. There's a lot happening there. Um, uh, but it's all good stuff. I mean, we're super excited. We're, it's, we're looking forward to, to being home, you know, um, yeah and
1: and if if there's anyone listening on the podcast or watching us live on facebook that hasn't heard we bought a new uh property and we're moving into a new building coming up very soon we haven't announced an official first day yet because that's kind of i think we're still kind of seeing how some of the the remodel goes um but we we announced that uh, a couple weeks ago and this past sunday what did you announce this past sunday um what we're doing on June 7th, um, which is kind of exciting. We're going to do a drive-in service at the new property um, and then, and then kind of have, I won't say activities going on, but um, a a little kind of happening on the grounds to let people kind of, kind of walk through the new, the new building and kind of get their hands on it a little bit. And, and um, you know, attached to it a little bit. We're attached to it. Cause we've been messing with this thing for a year. Um, More than last, a year and yeah, a half. Yeah, now. yeah. Especially the last uh, month, you know, really been Ooh. had our hands in it, but um, you know, we want all of our, all of the of uh, TC to get their hands on it and attached to it. And you know, that's what, that's going to be our home for, uh,
2: yeah, a, for a, a long, 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 long time, time. You
1: know, so yeah. like uh, we're, we're just real excited about it. I mean, I'm a, I'm excited at every, every turn. So um it's it's, it's a good time i'm just ready for the other stuff you know i was telling you today that next week we're probably going to start moving some of our office stuff from our offices on w street to the to the offices at the new building yeah and and just kind of start getting back into a routine you know there's uh, at least from a work perspective like a monday through you know friday type of perspective and kind of get the office a little bit and and all that so i'm just kind of tired of you know all of,
2: it. <laughs> all of it the whole yeah, thing i'm yeah, over it yeah i'm over it yeah but, uh, yeah no, no it is man it's kind of it's it's uh, i'm definitely like i'm at that phase now where i'm like i'm 100% over this i'm ready for anything else you know uh so but at the same time you know it's just getting everything ready it was one of the things we kind of had to make a call you know even going back to the june 7th you like know, kind of had made make some decisions of like you know do we do some things while this place is torn apart already right. um and knowing that we're going to have to do them at some point anyways, is it wise to do it while we can't have church in the building anyways because of COVID-19 um, and while there's already sheetrock dust and, you know, we're grinding <laughs> yeah. metal and cutting steel and knocking through walls and putting doorways in, is it, you know, is it wise to go ahead and just do some of those things now? Um, and short answer. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like, so we is- you know, So like, let's knock it all out at one time. So it just means more work on our end, but Hey man, that's, you know, it's whatever it takes. I mean, you know, it's, it's one thing because it's me, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, I was, I was joking around with one of my buddies who also has his churches, uh, they're putting in, they're doing renovation right now too, you know, and they've got contractors and all those things. And we have a contractor too, but, uh, he's, they got contractors. They're doing all that stuff. And, uh, he's like, man, what are you doing? My man, I'm just leaving the church. Like sweaty, just got done. Like, you know, helping build the stage and all this other stuff. He's like, golly, man, like y'all are putting in work. I was like, yeah, we ain't on y'all's level yet. We got to do the work ourselves. (laughs)
0: Uh,
2: But nonetheless, like what's, what's special about it is, um, you know, we've obviously like, like you said, uh, I think I get that from my dad. There's a handyman aspect to, to me. Like I I can build stuff and some of those things. Um, and that's just a blessing. My dad kind of just put that in me and, uh, but with that said, there's a lot of guys that have been up there helping and serving um, who aren't staff members, who aren't, you know, what I mean, that are just people that are volunteering and, and before everyone like gets crazy, like we aren't currently out of state right now where we can, where I could facilitate eight or 10 volunteers. So people have been offering to help right now. There's, we, there's a very specific niche of people that we need to make some things happen. We are going to get to the general labor part where anyone that wants to help and come up and help take care of a few things, we're just not there yet. Um, right now it's like, we, you know, we need an electrician or we need a this or that, or, you know, we need someone that knows how to, you know, cut metal and do stuff like, like, you know, so we're just in kind of been, been in that phase, but uh, the general labor parts coming and, and we'll definitely keep everybody posted, but oh, there's doubtful. been guys that have been helping and, and uh, you know, those are real some real heroes because they didn't have to, uh you know, they haven't had to show up they've, they've been doing it you know they don't have to do this but we all get to do this type of thing so
1: we're it's, pumped been, cool. about, yeah. it's been exciting uh, i was yeah, in the fun. i was in the new gym for a little bit today with the contractors and that's just going to be such a cool space in there with with all that you know um i'm just really excited every day i get there or I'm, every day that i'm there i i know we do laugh about it because it's like i still can't believe it's ours and that we bought that and it worked in in the way that it worked out and and how everything just fell into place i i just really i can't believe it still and it's just cool i can't wait for us to get in there and start having some services and you know all that good stuff so it's exciting it's it's exciting I, i will say this though regarding church you know obviously online is not a it's not a substitute in the, in the normal and normal. I, I've like, thank God we've had the technology to be able to continue to do services. Um, but I've enjoyed our live stream I'm gonna say product. You know the whole package yeah. of of how we did it. I've enjoyed kind of some of the creativity of you know John and the team and the in and, and the worship team and and we we've, we've recorded worship uh, at several you know <laughs> like six it, different locations. First, first first of all, I don't think it's a secret to anyone. With the recording of some of the worship, specifically when we did the big night of hope at Sacred Heart, right. we took that as an opportunity to have some cameras there and record all of that. And we used it for two or three Sundays. We used those that those worship songs. So that yeah. uh, that, that was pre-recorded. Uh, we weren't live streaming. We were live from right, the rooftop. Right, yeah, right,
2: right, right. Um, <laughs> some <especially>, YouTube stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially when it was you know two or three weeks in a row. Yeah, but I think that was cool. And then this past week, um, you know, we were at a different spot. The that the this kind of studio that we you know, some of our friends have set up. Yeah, let yeah. Us come use. Shout
2: so, out to yeah, shout out to Double A Productions. Yes. Um, you know, they. If you're a church, if you're a pastor, and you want to, you know, do something that looks really, really great, um, you want, you know. they're, we all want to accomplish something that looks bigger than, you know, what we think we're capable of and the West and chip and the guys over there, Matt, um, those guys can really help pull off some pretty amazing stuff. So, um, I don't have any problem putting a plug in there for those guys cause they're just incredible. So if you that, want, you know, if you're awesome. a pastor or if you're not a pastor, if you're just, if you're an artist in regards to music or whatever, you must want someone to help put on a killer show, um, and some people that have great hearts and man, they just have amazing spirits. And I love those guys, man, uh, Wes and the guys over at double a productions. That's where you want to be. So but uh,
1: what's cool is not just putting on a, like a put on a, a show is like, they've got a whole studio set up yep. for you to come in and they can, um, even facilitate the live streaming or recording and all that stuff. So, uh, it's the real good. That's the company we used for anybody that was at our Christmas by the base service. Uh, yeah, they I did know, all the, the lights. I, they did the led wall and all the lighting stuff for us. Uh, Um, downtown when we had the big christmas service and um they did all the the sound at the night of hope that we did at sacred and then this so they're just uh, we've got a building a cool partnership with them on something so great guys so yes uh, we recommend them but just being able to record there and have that opportunity was cool so um you know i i like it i like the fact now i think we may have talked about this on the on the podcast but we were forced to be a little more creative from a even you preaching the message just because we don't have like a a, a normal church has like their sanctuary or auditorium yeah, their stage, stage or whatever and, and you're yeah. preaching to your camera um i you know nothing against that because had we had that we may have been doing the same thing but you know we were just in a room and, and set some lighting up in a backdrop and and you're preaching directly to just the camera i like how that over the eight nine ten weeks we've had to do it has translated it seems way it seems very personal that we're you're talking to the people on the other side of the camera not it's not an afterthought so i do like that we kind of got creative there but that's just kind of if anything bragging on us a little bit which is not really what this is about but i i have enjoyed we'll take it it. yeah i guess so (laughs) um i have enjoyed it um but i am looking forward to being back in church at a building
2: on a sunday very much so i miss everybody Yes. I miss the people we've there, man. I love you guys. You guys, I really do. So looking forward to being back with you guys for sure. I will say
1: this. Things are starting to open back up. I went to another restaurant this weekend.
2: Uh-oh, where'd you go?
1: Calvert's. Calvert's in the Heights over here uh, right by my house. Calvert's? Um, Calvert's I'm in the unfamiliar. Heights. It's I'm unfamiliar. The, it's the old um, Taste of India.
2: Okay. Yep, um, yep,
1: yep, yep. It's in front of the Mexican restaurant that used to be Horizon Sushi. Yup. Yeah, it's um, it's the food's pretty good. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, food's pretty good. They have That's boneless. It's th- they do chicken wings, but you they also do thighs in buffalo, like a buffalo sauce, boneless thighs, mm. fantastic. Um, and you they got, got some, a pretty pretty good French dip as well. But uh, some adult nugs. Yeah, it was good. It was good stuff. So I, uh, you know, out at another restaurant. Which, I don't know, You could, I guess there are some people that could villainize you for that, but your boy was hungry and they were open, so.
2: Yeah, don't care. Yeah, R- listen.
1: You got to risk it, risk it to get the biscuit, you know.
2: Quite literally, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so no, 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 I feel you. I, I, like, I'm, I do not care. Listen, um, I've eaten at probably six restaurants in the last two weeks. Um, it's like, whatever, you know. I just, uh, just
1: don't be in my space, but I didn't want people in my space before COVID. You know. Yeah, you know. You know, like back up, like yeah. You stay over there. Like like the overbearing waitress. You know, it's
2: like. Oh yeah, no, just. You
1: know. (laughs) (laughs) No.
2: Yeah, I know what you. I know what you're thinking, but no, yeah, yeah. So, um. Dope, man. Yeah. I, it it has been good. There's been a lot popping off. It's been great. You know, just get everything ready. I am over quite a bit of what's going on, you know, but at the same time, you know, each person has to do what's right for them. They have to make sure they're healthy. You know, um, a lot of this isn't as black and white as we would like it to be in regards to COVID and what you need to do to keep your, yourself safe and your family safe and all those things. So keep on keeping on everybody as long as you're safe and you're staying healthy. Um, did you know, just say, it.
1: keep on keeping on,
2: keep on keeping on,
1: boy, that's a Joe dirt quote.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Remember that movie? That's a Joe dirt quote. Wow. Come on. Life's a garden. Gotta dig it. And Keep on keeping <laughs> on. So, uh, anyway, so yeah, it's been good. We had a good, we had a good uh, Sunday this past Sunday. It um, is. you know, so what's funny is like some, so here's some behind the scenes information for someone, people that maybe they didn't know. So, um, we went to the studio, and the air conditioning wasn 't running in the oh. gigantic warehouse <laughs> yeah uh, so uh, if so you not. if you pay attention this coming up sunday don 't you know don 't let it stop you from worshiping, but if you happen <laughs> to look up and see the drummer or the bass player in the background and it looks like we literally just got out of the shower and sat down on our instruments. That's because we are like are sweating so much that it it felt like we just got out of the shower and got on our instruments. So, um, yeah, big, uh, it was, was so interesting. Yeah. Justin was there. It was, it was I, quite warm. I,
1: I was there the whole time. Well, almost to the end. And when I got in the car and left, I thought I was like, why was I here the whole time? Like, I'm like not, why did I, was, I stay?
2: I, I, yeah, what was I doing? Like Cause there was a group doing, of people. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ser- seriously. And
1: I'm glad I did. Um, you know, uh Brittany Simon actually convinced me to convince me to order pizza for, for the whole team. Um Thank God. It, and I'm, and I'm glad. We, I, I'm glad. Yeah, it was a good move because it, it went late, later than, than we had, I, I guess, had thought it would. And yeah. uh, everybody had been there for hours and it got to be like 9 or 9.30 and no one had eaten yet. And I was like, man, let me hit up Hungry Howie's and Clutch, order some pizzas. For the win. Um, yeah. but, <laughs> but other than that, I got in the car to leave and I was like, why did I decide to stay and be miserable in that heat? Y'all had to. I didn't really have to, but I did. Yeah. Um, uh so they have ac there
2: well kind of kind of i just uh, thought maybe
1: so. it's a warehouse and there's no ac we no,
2: that's kind of that's pretty much the way it works i mean like apparently if the door stays shut and they keep the portable units running and they'll leave the office door open, like it doesn't get that bad it was just so humid that day like yeah, it yeah. was it, like it was you know, it was just like that first day that the humidity set in. So, like, every day before then, it had been pretty cool with the evening yeah. and stuff like that. And that day so, was not. So,
1: awesome. all the pastors just heard us talk about how awesome AA are. They still are. <laughs> it was just hot that night.
2: That that night was just miserable, and there was nothing any of us could do about it. So, Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, it was really dope. And uh, and But if you happen to see it this Sunday, you can, you can kind of see, like, and I hadn't got my hair cut yet. I don't know if you remember, but my hair was super long. Oh, yeah. It's because we've been going like four or five weeks without haircuts because of everything. Like, I've been waiting on my barbershop to open again. Thank God it did Friday. Um, Mine, too. I this past money, but I got in Friday. And so, um, but I hadn't got my haircut yet. And, they're like, my hair is literally, like, down in my face. Like, I could not keep it out of my face. It was just gross. Uh, but that's just, you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. It so, is, what it is. It's a good time. We see a lot of people joining us right now, jumping on with us in regards to Facebook. If you're listening to the podcast, we appreciate you guys, man. We're so glad that you're, you're tuning in. Um, but this past Sunday, you know, one of the things that we talked about, Justin, is something that I, I've actually talked about quite a few times. Um, and it's this idea of destination syndrome, right? And the title of the sermon is Just Enjoy the Journey. But the whole conversation that we were really talking about is this idea of destination syndrome, right? And like this whole thing of, of um, always wanting to be at the next phase of our life, the next phase of our journey. Um, and we're constantly like trying to be in a different place than God currently has us. And it's like, so what happens is like we become obsessed with aspects of destinations and we don't appreciate the journey of getting to where we're going. Right. And, um, and the thing is, it's like, man, if all of us were honest, if we all thought a little bit about some of the destinations that we've been moving towards, you know, over the past, you know, year or so of our lives, like, is what is it like, if you think about those things, how unfulfilling most of them are when you finally get there. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, man, we, we kind of hype up aspects of our life so much. Like I I could just get this degree or if I could just get this promotion or if I could just get this, if I could just get paid this much, if I could just like get to this aspect of my life, if I could just get this job, if I could just get like, uh, you know, if I could just graduate college if I could just whatever. It's like, man, but then, yeah, then that happens. And it never fails that the minute you get to that destination, there's already another destination that you're wishing you were at. It's and true. this idea of like, man, there is joy in the journey. Like there is glory that's actually not in the destination, but in the grind, right? Like you and I talk about that a lot when we talked, we went to see Craig Rochelle and you know, it's this idea of like staying committed to the process because the process is, is what makes you who you need to be for the promise that God has for you. And I, I think we underappreciate that so much. Like, you, you, if you don't have the journey, the destination isn't worth it. Because you're not the person you need to be when you get there, right? Like, and we talked about that a little bit. And Sonia, we'll get into that in a minute. But this idea of, like, the destination that God has for us requires a journey because the journey is what is what makes us who we need to be for the destination. So, Correct. and so, yeah, we get into, uh, we kind of got into that a little bit, um, on Sunday. So, and we really talked about Paul a little bit, you know, Paul, most, most of the scriptures we use is all coming from Paul. Cause Paul was that dude, man. Like Paul knew where his death, ultimate destination was supposed to be, but he also like embraced the journey that was ahead of him, you know? And so, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we, you know, Paul was that dude. He's like, listen, you know, they're threatening to kill him. He's like, if you kill me, I'm going to go see Jesus. You leave me here. I'm going to preach the gospel. Like they couldn't, there was nothing they could do to this guy to get him off of his game, you know? So, um, and so that's why like, he's the journey guy, you know, and he, and we use quite a few scriptures to kind of point that out, um, from Sunday. So, um, so anyway, second Timothy four, six, it's kind of the scripture we kicked off everything with. And that's really the kind of the encompassed uh, what we were talking about on Sunday. He says, uh, well, you got it right there. Don't you, Justin?
1: I do. Second Timothy four, six for, I am already being poured out like a drink offering and the time for my departure is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith.
2: Yeah. And so man, like Paul was saying, like, he stayed true to what is true. Like he kept going and, and, And so we talked about like three things that happen when we concentrate on the journey instead of the destination, right? And that's kind of like what what we focus on on Sunday. Um, And so the first one, you, you got it there, right, Justin?
1: Yeah, number one, it's concentrating on the journey helps you focus on your season of growth.
2: Yeah. And so it's this idea that it's like, man, for many of us, for too many of us, like we're guilty of like trying to be at the next, again, we're trying to be where we're not ready to be. And one of the things we said on Sunday is that growth happens in the shadow of opposition, not opportunity. Right. And I was watching a movie the other day and, uh, and there was a sports movie and in the, in the movie, the team tied, and so, someone came up to the coach afterwards, and they were like, hey, man, I'm glad we tied. He's like, I rather would have lost. And he was like, what are you talking about? Like, you, you rather would have lost. He's like, you learn a lot more from losing than you do from tying. And essentially, What's, he was saying.
1: What sport were they playing?
2: I don't, I don't remember. Maybe I think it was hockey. I'm pretty sure it was hockey.
1: Okay, so yeah.
2: Cause they tie in hockey. Yeah, you know? that's, <laughs>
1: that's no no real game lets you tie. That's
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> so he was uh not to insult any of you Yankees, you northerners, but uh well yeah, I
1: mean
2: Yeah, no but nonetheless he was talking about like and I think that there's a validity to that. It's like man, if you're gonna become who you're supposed to become, like if you're gonna be the person that God's trying to make you, um, growth happens in the midst of opposition and so many of us are waiting for opportunities so that we can grow into who we're supposed to be because we've given been given an opportunity to grow. And that's not how it works. Growth happens in the midst of opposition. Right. And I even think about like mine and your story. You know what I mean? Like we, you and Justin and I have talked quite a bit about like, who we are, um, in like our past. And, you know, both of us were pretty successful at a really young age in certain aspects of our life, which is, you know, that's just a blessing from the Lord. But I think it's also, there's an element to like, to how God led us at a young age, even, even before Justin was saved. <laughs> so, uh, even before Justin was, when he was Catholic, um, yeah, and it's a, <laughs> that's a whole story. We won't get into that. No, no, no. Uh, but even before Justin like was really saved, he, Um, you know, both of us had really successful journeys and God was gracious to us in that in regards to business and stuff. But both of us, you know, Justin, I think about like, you know, it's like when, when you had to leave Carpenters and go into a new field that you had never been in before. Right. And I think you like, if you want to elaborate, you can on that part of the story. Did you go to the aluminum place from Carpenters? I did. Yeah.
1: And completely knew nothing, knew nothing. (laughs) It was all brand new.
2: Yeah, so, like, you were pretty successful at Carpenter, especially for your age. Like, you were the yeah. first person your age, right? Like, oh, elaborate yeah. on that story a little bit to so catch everybody yeah. up.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I, I started working at an RV dealership. I was, like, you know, I was still in high school, 17, then turned 18 uh, a few months later, and um, I was not a salesman. I, I don't know what I really was or did. I just helped out with certain certain things, and then one day I I, I was kind of an assistant to uh, to. A couple of sales guys would so probably be a, a nice way to uh, like a do boy almost, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. And
1: then one day, uh, dude was off, so I sold one, you know, and I really wasn't supposed to, but I didn't really know that. I just, and then I became a salesman after that, and then I did that for uh, uh, several years, and um, it was great. I loved it. And then, you know, around that time, I, was, I think it was like 08, you know, the financial kind of crash started happening, and you know, RVs are a luxury item for the most part, and you know, I was like, I was like 19 or 20, or 20. <laughs> I, it was around 20, something like that, you know. And I was like, you know, I, uh, you know, full time, full 100% commission wasn't the wasn't the gig for me at that time with the financial crash and all that. So I ended up going, got an offer at to, to go to work at a an aluminum building supply company, which was <laughs> just completely different. But I actually, I really liked working there and I actually did, did pretty well at that too. Nice, but yeah. but yeah, I mean, what what you're saying is, is like, and and I'm I'm the world's worst at what we're talking about. Is always <laughs> looking to the next thing. I mean, yeah, part yeah. of it part of it is my my type three on the enneagram. You know, it's like even yeah. when there's a goal or, or or something, even when you when you hit it, I don't even allow myself time to enjoy some things. It's like you have got to go to the next thing. It's part of the uh, addiction is not the right word, but you kind of it, it kind of is like you're just it's always something down the road and that's very difficult. So um, mm-hmm. I'm like the world's worst at this subject that we're talking about because I've had to learn. And that's why I think when you mentioned Craig Rochelle, when we saw him a year or two ago, whatever it was, how much that spoke to us being as similar yeah. as we are personality wise is like, you know, the the work, the work is the reward, you know, the, Yeah. <laughs> The, the journey is the fun part, you know, and that's why, that's why even like Simon Sinek in the infinite game and, and understanding that there is no finish line, there is no, in, there is no ending to this, especially in our world, the, tr- the church world, there is no, you know, this, this, yep. this is constant, always moving, always evolving and will continue to do so even when, when I'm gone, the, yep. the, the thing's still moving. Um, so, you know, th- that's the yeah. fun part.
2: And I think so, and that's the thing, right? Is it's like, man, you know, so, so many of us are waiting on like the perfect scenario. But what you don't realize is the perfect scenario doesn't exist. Like, there yeah. is no perfect job. All right. If you're working for somebody else, it's always going to be crappy because you're working for someone else. If you're the boss and you're not working for someone else, it's always going to be crappy because someone can, oh, there's always going to be someone that thinks they can do their job, your job better than you can. So it's like, it, it always stinks. It doesn't matter who, it, like, like, There is no perfect position. The only thing there is um, is a perfect posture right and it's like so there is no man it's like if I could just be here then everything would be great no there's not if you would correct your posture instead of trying to correct your position it would change your outlook on a life it would change your outlook on that job it would change your outlook on parenting those kids it would change your outlook on your marriage Um, and then changing your outlook will improve uh, how you're living in the midst of your journey rather than thinking that there's some next step for your journey that's going to make everything way better because that's not the way that it works man like we have to be uh, looking for how God wants to do something in our current season not trying to constantly be in the next season listen I just want to put it out there for anyone that's listening to the podcast or watching us online you're not ready for the season God hasn't given you yet Mm. yeah you're not ready for the season that God hasn't given you yet so rather than complaining about what you don't have start getting yourself ready for what you want what you're praying for
1: and I think there's something to learning to be content not complacent the big difference you know i want to be complacent you know i think that's one of the one of the the dangers of success is complacency but there is something about being content where you're at sometimes you know if if you have a poor attitude towards your current job you know there's a there's a I would say higher than 50% chance at some point once you get to the new job, you know, grass isn't greener. Once you realize that every one of your coworkers at your new job are people just like the people at the last one <laughs> and they have shortcomings because they're people, right. and, you know, then, then all, all that stuff comes back. So sometimes it's just, it's a matter of like you use or posture. You know, it's a matter of, of posture and your perspective on, on what's, what's going on. You know, it's like, I think yeah. Some of that's a choice, you know, choosing how you look at things, choosing how your attitude is in that. Um, now, obviously, if it's a, a super unhealthy, that's different, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the time, that's not the case. I wouldn't think it's. No. I, I, don't, I don't think that's the case. It's like, yeah, it's, no, most,
2: yeah, most people most are just ready to go to move on. Yeah, yeah, most people are just ready for. Most people are just ready for something different. You know, it's a like grass is greener type of mentality. You know what I mean? It's like you know, the grass isn't always greener or It's, you know, it's greener where you water it. You know I mean? All those cliches that most of us have heard, you know, it's like, um, the grass looks greener on the other side cause it's over a septic tank. You know what I mean? Like things get crappy over there too. So it's like, there's all those things, but all of them read tree, like ring true. Listen, things are better where you make them better. Now, again, like Justin said, if you're in a relationship that's has like, that is, poisonous to you and you emotionally, get out. You know, if you're in a workplace that just damages you get out, you know? Um, But if you just are looking for the next best thing, or you just, you know, you're hoping for whatever, you're just trying to advance something faster than you're ready for it, man, listen, I'm telling you, you're not ready for the next thing that God hasn't given you yet. So start working on you, start working on how you need to progress. And honestly, start working on your time with the Lord you know maybe god's not going to give you something else you're going to continue to replace him with like you have the thing you currently have like right. and may, and, maybe and, god's holding is holding the bigger thing back from you because the small thing he gave you you already replaced him with why would he give you more you know what i'm saying like so those we need to be careful with that too you know
1: absolutely and i think maybe it needs to be said is like when you when you reference work on you obviously we mean like work on you and even your walk with God. And it's, no it's not, it's not like a, a humanism type talk where it's like a right, self help, no. just you like work on who God is calling you to be and is calling yeah, yeah. you to be. That's kind of, that's, that's what we mean. And, and obviously we're like Enneagram people and work on, do the inner work for yourself and those issues 100%. and stuff like do all that. But ultimately you gotta have God at the center of that and being who he has called you to be. Um, that's what we mean by when we say work on you, it's like do it yeah. with, his, with his help. And we,
2: and we remind the pipeline students of this often, you know what I mean? Like one of the things we tell them is like, you know, you're one call away from God putting you in a hut in South Africa and preaching to people that don't even speak English. You know, it's like stop getting married to all these things in your life that God never promised you. Like, stop becoming obsessive about things that God never put, like, there may be things that God has led you to do. And you know what? Great. But all of us meant, like, God could call us tomorrow and say, like, hey, you know, call me nationally. I want you to move to a different country and a language you don't speak. I want you to learn the language and preach the gospel to those people. And you know what? Like, my life has been given to God and I serve Jesus. And if that's what he calls me to do, then that's what he calls me to do. And the thing is, is like, how many of us are putting stock in things that do not matter Ultimately, from an eternal perspective, how many of us are becoming overly invested in those things? And it's just like you said, uh, which is so true, which is like, man, we need to be working on what God wants to do in our life. We need to be working on who we are with the Lord. And, and again, like, you know, if we haven't been faithful to God with the thing he's already given us, why would he give us more for us to be less faithful uh, to the Lord with, you know I mean? We need to be considering uh, what our relationship with God is supposed to look like. But you talked about contentment and that's actually the next point, which is it's funny you said that, but concentrating on the journey helps you find beauty in contentment. Right. You know, um, and, you know, it's understanding that, man, you know, what in Philippians 4, 11 through 13, you know, Paul says, I've learned whatever situation I am in to be content. You know, and he goes on to say, like, I know what it looks like to have plenty and I know what it looks like to be poor. I know what it looks like to, you know, be comfortable and I know what it looks like to, to be in need. Um, and he's like, none of those things sway me. Like, I can do all things. I can endure anything. I can be in any environment uh, because it's Jesus who strengthens me, not the destination. It's not the thing that I'm going for. It's not my goals. You know what I mean? It's, man, it's who God has called me to be. And if we're pursuing that, man, we can become content with anything that's going on. Seriously. around us. And so who, who are we aiming to become? And, and again, I man, being locked in, it's like, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to have an opportunity to become better. Tomorrow I'm going to have an opportunity to serve the God better, to serve my wife better, to love both of them better, um, to serve our church better. I'm going to have an opportunity to lead our teams better. And if I'm so focused on, you know, five years from now, that I'm not willing to do those things that I'm missing out on the thing that's going to get me to where I'm trying to be five years from now. And so many people are more obsessed with the destination than they are enduring uh, and enjoying the journey because the journey gets you there.
1: Yeah, You know?
2: Um, And so some of us just need to stop wishing away our life. I wish I was here. I wish I was there. I wish my kids weren't two. I wish they were five. I wish they were ten. I wish they were sixteen. I wish they were twenty-one. You know, and some of us, I wish I had a different job. I wish this, and some of us are going to wish away the life that God has blessed us with, and that'll be a terrible shame. You know, that's good. So that's very good. So yeah, uh, and then we get to point number three. You know, concentrating on the journey helps you keep joy along the way. You know, and I think that's one of the things that I really got from Craig Rochelle when we. We're with him, you know, it's just like, man, I'm just going to enjoy this, you know, whatever comes with it comes with it, but I'm going to enjoy, like, I'm going to enjoy this, you know, Yeah. can you believe we get to do this, you know?
1: Yeah, because it's fun. I mean, at least it should be, you know, and, and that's the thing. It's like, even to, you know, maybe a little for context of what we do as a church, you know, when you talk about things like our next steps processes and, and we have systems in place and people join teams and they serve and all these things. And it's like, The teams are never perfect even if the system the system's not perfect one, but even if it was, or close to it, the beauty of loving the journey is even if you got the team just right next week, a new family comes and they go through and you got a whole new person that adds a completely different dynamic and it's no longer perfect because maybe they just got saved a month ago. And you know, they're not at your spiritual level, like all these things. It's like, this happens over. As soon as you get the team right where you want it, it changes. And it's like, That's that's, you or or your have a small to, group
2: or whatever,
0: you or know? The small,
1: yeah. You have to love the yeah. journey and what we do. And we may never see the fruit of some of our labor. I mean, you did, you were a student pastor for how many years, you know, you pour your life for four years into somebody and then they go off to college or maybe they, maybe you think they never really got what you were saying. They move away. And maybe you hope one day you hear or see something on social media. That's like, man, he really turned out to be something and it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, you yeah, yeah. but it's like, you don't see Definitely. the fruit of that. There's a pastor somewhere that's reaping that servant. Now that servant leader, there's a body of believers and you, you're not getting that.
2: Yeah. I mean, but my you,
1: that was not your, your, that was not your season. Your season was the maybe water, you know, or plant someone else is
2: harvesting. It's like, and that's my, I mean, my boy, you know, Anthony Brown, that's a, he's a prime example of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I I put time into him, you know what I mean? Like he wasn't, he was with me for long enough. He he got saved at our student ministry. Like God did something radical in his life and and we invested into him. He moved in with me and Ashley for a little while. You know, we sent sent him to an internship. He was supposed to be there for nine months and then come back equipped and ready for like some aspect of ministry. You know what I mean? That was a decade ago, I think. Like, (laughs) you know, he's been at that church serving faithfully for however many years. I mean, it's been a long time. Um, at least, Yes. I mean, I think it's going to be like seven or eight years. Um, and so, like, he's been over there for a while. But you know what? Like, that's what God had planned for him. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, if I'm so focused on just getting where I'm trying to be, I miss out on the opportunity to serve someone. I miss out on the opportunity to, right. to impact him. And, uh, you know, now he's married. He found his wife there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like,
1: And, and know, not only that, you know, maybe this is just, we'll talk to pastors for a second, is those people don't belong to us.
0: (laughs) The people in (laughs) your church don't belong
1: to you, bro. Like they come and go. God brings them. God sends them somewhere else. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. There's never, there's never been a person in TC that I've just been like, you can't leave. You know what I mean? Except for Kyle, (laughs) Kyle, Kyle can't leave. But other than that, there's never, (laughs) you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like if God called Kyle somewhere, it's like, you know, I'm going to miss you, man. You know what I mean? But like, we don't own people, man. Like we, we're called to steward and lead and, and love people. And, and that's part of our journey. That's right. what I say. It's, it's not just about the destination. You know, even, even the building, like getting back to that, like we talked about the building, but man, like even as we talked about the building, like uh, we've been looking for a building for 12 years, 12 years, everyone, let me say it again. 12 years. We've been looking for a building. I'm 33. That's, a third of my life has been spent trying to find the, the destination, the, right building, the, yeah. the next spot. Right. And could you imagine if I allowed myself to become paralyzed in ministry because we weren't willing to make progress where we were, we were only concerned about where we were trying to get. I like, think of all the people that have, that are, that has been impacted at transformation church over the last, since, you know, since we launched it in 2013. And then before then, when we had a different church, like all the people that have been impacted, because of the ministry imagine if we didn't make progress we became stalemated because we weren't at the destination we wanted right no like we said yes to the journey like because people were what mattered not the building we'll figure it out like god will give us what we're ready for when we're ready for it that's right and that's exactly what he did so i just want to encourage like other people out there it's like man you know let god bring the right things at the right time the right job the right you know, family, the right spouse, the right promotion, you know what I mean? Like be sensitive, be praying about, you know, how you can be making progress, how you can be moving forward. But at the same time, you know what I mean? It's like, you I mean, we're just trusting the Lord. He's going to give that to you, but don't become so consumed about the destination because man, it never gives you the joy you hoped it would. Because the minute you get there, you know what I mean like you, Justin and I both know people who have money. You know what I mean the minute the minute they're able to buy their first really expensive sports car, they're already thinking about the thing that they want next. Like they don't enjoy it, you know. So if you think bring you think money is going to make you happy, like you know, I know it sounds very cliche, but it's like. Well, probably won't, you know, like you'll be, no. the minute you can afford the thing that you were working so hard to be able to afford, you'll be thinking about the thing you still can't afford. That's more expensive than that thing. Like well, you'll find yourself there constantly.
1: And the thing is, is like, yeah, you know, money does buy things you can enjoy, you know, like obviously. Sure you can buy things that if you didn't have the money you couldn't buy. And some of those things may be fun or even buy experiences with like travel and vacations, but you know, they, they don't fill that void, you know? And uh, yeah. unfortunately we as people try to fill these empty voids with material things or, you know, relationships or whatever it is. And it just mm-hmm. doesn't work. You know, that's why people go from relationship to relationship or, in debt to in debt even more for because of new car to new car like it just at the end of the day that's that's not the solution you know yeah it's like exactly stuff exactly. isn't in, in in and of itself bad it's sometimes the motive behind it
2: you know it's like correct correct you know
1: I think so while yeah. you're while you're riding the jet ski it's probably fun I mean it's impossible to frown on a jet ski I think
2: but very yeah. true but you know. So it's impossible to look miserable on a jet ski
1: <laughs> yeah but when you get home later and you're back to being miserable it's like it just yeah. didn't fix the ultimate the ultimate void or, or problem
2: yeah yeah i mean i know i know people that you know they're getting a new car every six months you know they're trying to find that thing that's gonna that's gonna make them feel like oh okay now i'm now i'm happy it's like man but there's nothing that does here's the funny
1: know? part like we can talk about it all day about big stuff i mean how many times have you ever ordered something online that you really had no need for, but just knowing that there's something like you got the email that it's shipping today and I'm going like, to get it? In yeah, like, it's like Dopamine those, release. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. just knowing I got some stuff. You know, it's a couple of weeks ago. I had ordered like three or four days in a row something kind of small. And it was like, man, just knowing that I had these things going to be arriving soon. Yep, yep. You know, one was like a new phone case, something stupid, you know, not, not a, nothing big, you know, but it's like. Yeah there's something about that that it's like, Ooh, this is going to be, this is going to be good. I got stuff coming to me, you know, but it's yeah, like, you yeah, yeah. the, the day, so insignificant.
2: Yeah. So the, so the big question for everybody is like, how do you just, how do you find joy in your journey? And I think the answer is like, man, just put, put roots down, like become confident and content Uh, with who you are and where God has you placed right now. And he'll bring you the thing that you need to have. He'll put you in the place you need to be and he'll open the doors that are necessary when your relationship with him is at its best, when it's healthy When you're pursuing God, God can help you pursue other things. But if you're not pursuing God, you can't be shocked when he's not helping you pursue other things. That's good. And so we just need to be in the pursuit of God <clears throat> and he'll give us all that we need. I mean, he, he says it over and over in this word. And so I just want to encourage you guys I mean, start, start finding yourself in that place. So no doubt. So a uh, little more info on the seventh. We talked about it earlier. I just want to make sure we hit it one more time. But uh, one of the things I wanted to say, because uh, I don't I want to make sure that I'm clear on something um, is, you know, we're doing our fundraiser, 100K in 60 days, which any yes. of you guys that want to give, you want to be a part of that. We would love for you to do that. We got a few things at the building. We want to knock out, go ahead and get done. And so we're doing a little bit of a fundraiser right now. If you want to give to that, go to transformationchurch.com. Uh, you can click on giving. You can give to this take your stake uh, fund. You will know, drop down menu. You can click on that. Yeah. Um. You know. So we're trying to raise 100k in 60 days. So we'd love it if you would be a part of that. You don't have to give to that to be part of like putting a stake in the ground. You know what oh, I mean? So I want people to know that. Like you can come. You can like connect your heritage and your family and do it. You can do all of that. Uh, you don't have to give a thousand dollars to be able to put a stake in the ground. Like that's oh, not,
1: no, no, no <laughs> that's not, not
2: the way it works. Not uh, you can do that no matter what. Um, but we would love anyone that if God speaks to your heart to give and be a part of that, we would love to have you be a part of that because man, we got some amazing things that are going to happen there. And we're excited that many people, even if you live outside of Pensacola and you listen to the podcast, if you want to give to it, any amount uh, would be great. but you know we just we're created we kind of like helping people understand if a hundred people gave a thousand dollars we would be at the goal but you don't have to give a thousand dollars you don't have to give anything to get a stake in the ground and you don't have to give a thousand dollars certainly don't have to give a thousand dollars to get a stake in the ground that's we don't play those games uh at tc so yeah i just want to make sure we're we're clear on that but we would love it if you can come out on the seventh it's gonna be a great time um
1: 9 a.m 9 a.m. We're going to do one service, you know, 9 a.m. driving service. Explain yeah. the stakes in the ground just a little bit in case someone didn't get
2: that. Yeah. So, um, you know, we were talking about, you know, talking about – um connecting ourselves and, and buying in and, and attaching ourselves to the property, you know, essentially what we wanna do is, is we're gonna have a whole bunch of steaks, uh, not like filet mignon, even though like, that would be dope. That'd but be we're awesome. gonna have those um, steaks that you would hammer into the ground. And we're actually gonna have a bunch of Sharpies and you're gonna be able to write your family, you know, your last name and the name of you, your wife, your kids, whatever. Um, you're gonna be able to write it all on there. Maybe even someone you wanna see saved at that property. Like I'm, I'm putting faith that, my cousin Joey or whatever is going to get saved here. You can write that on there. And then we're all going to hammer our stakes uh, into the ground out in the big field in front of uh, the church. And you know, you're just now you're attached to the property. Like, you know, your last name, your heritage is in the ground. Like, um, and so we want to just connect everybody uh, and let them buy in and let them be a part of it. And just know that you know, like you're putting your stake here. Like this is where you're planning yourself, and you're getting ready for what God wants to do. Um, we're also going to have a wall inside, yeah. um, on the outside of the auditorium, inside in the hallway, where you're actually going to be able to write your family's name and do all that stuff. And so, once again, just you know, it's home. You know what I mean so we're gonna we're putting our name on some stuff, and gonna make sure everybody knows that it's home. So we're giving people a chance to do that. So
1: it's, it's good. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Yeah. So but if you want to give if you want to give to it, we would love for you to do that. Um and if you want to come put a stake in the ground, we would love for you to do that. Those two don't have to be connected, but we would certainly love if you participated in both. So again, if you're listening to the podcast, transformationchurch.com slash giving. Um, you know, if you're if you're watching us on Facebook, you can go to that as well. Uh maybe JO can drop a link real quick in the comments for those yeah, that yeah. watch this uh now well, I, or later. Oh, well, I can do that. Oh, he can do that. So um But anyways, uh, why he's doing that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us this week. We're sorry we missed last week. We love you guys. We love hanging out with you. Uh, We love joking. We love talking about food and we love to laugh. So um, we got a number of things that are popping off. The building is keeping us extra busy. But during all of that, we're so grateful that all of you guys have connected. If you haven't connected to an online group, I want to encourage you to do that. Um, You know, just make sure that you're, you're... connecting to people. You know, if you're a TC, if you're, if you're with us, uh, you're part of our family and you feel like you're a, on an island by yourself, man, reach out to us in some shape, form or fashion. Let's let us help you get connected. Uh, Cause we definitely don't want you feeling like you're all alone right now. Exactly. Um, and so, man, we, we want you to know you got a family, Uh, And there's different ways you can connect with us, and we want you to do that. No doubt. uh, We we love you. Justin, tell them where they can find more about the church.
1: You can find us online at transformationchurch.com or Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.
2: All right, guys. Well, uh, we appreciate you. Uh, Make sure you guys catch us this Sunday for our online service, and we'll see you next week for another week. Another sermon, another follow up podcast. See you guys.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow Up Podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review on iTunes. You get double points if you show us love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget you can follow Pastor Justin and Pastor Brad on Instagram and Twitter at Justin Oswald underscore and at Brad Livingston underscore. You can tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. For more info on Transformation Church, visit us online at transformationchurch.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. We'll be here next week where we will help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us.